Welcome to the Dauntless Grace Exchange. I'm Deidre. And I'm Megan. And today we have our friends Ginger Coakley and Annie Shoemaker on the podcast. And you might remember that Ginger was a guest on an episode last year with the Enneagram 5. But today we are so excited to have both of them on because not only are they good friends, but they co-direct a nonprofit ministry together called Eden's Glory. And I don't want to go through your whole bios, girls, because you both have like a lot of degrees and education and you're both moms and and wives and all, you know, all the family stuff, but I'll let you guys kind of fill in the gaps and tell us a little bit about you two and how this started like working together and how you guys got to know each other. Yeah, well, it's a privilege to be back uh, on the podcast with you guys and just thankful to be journeying in friendship with you all uh, and ministry too. So yeah, uh, Eden's Glory has been um, in motion as a residential home for survivors of human trafficking for seven years. Uh, but Annie and I met about 10 years ago um, and we have been uh, just growing in friendship and growing in business and ministry partnership uh, all of those years. Um, yeah, what do you want to add? Yeah, we both had a common passion to fight human trafficking, a common love for the Lord. And then uh, learned quickly that we worked well together. We um, kind of balanced each other out really well. And now mm-hmm. learning the Enneagram, we understand why. <laughs> so I probably should have prefaced all of this by saying this is part of our Enneagram and relationship series. And we picked you guys because you have journeyed the Enneagram together and w- alongside us as well. So Ginger, you are an Enneagram five. We already know that. And Annie, tell us what your number is and how you discovered that. I'm an Enneagram one. Uh, You guys came and did a coaching thing for our team and you read the one description and I felt like you were in my brain and I felt very exposed and vulnerable (laughs) and wanted you to stop talking. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) So you landed on one, despite the fact that we both tried to tell you multiple times that you might be a three. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You guys are still convinced I'm a three. My family thinks that's really funny because they think I don't have a competitive bone in my body unless it's fun. Um, they, I have video evidence to prove otherwise, but if it's fun fun and social and it's a team thing, then I'll get into it. But if, if I feel like there's somebody that needs to win, then I just bow out, please, please. I would so much rather you win than I just want to hide in the background. <laughs> no, you talked us into it. We, we're not supposed to tell people what they are anyway. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going against your own rules. <laughs> It's true. So, okay. You guys work together and you hang out together. So how does this one in five relationship kind of work in either of those situations? Are they the same? Is it like, we're the same when we are friends, we're the same when we are working together, or do you have to kind of like approach it differently? I think we're pretty similar. I I think because our friendship grew out of working together, um, it's just, we've just gotten closer and closer over the years and learned each other's strengths and mm-hmm. how we each handle different situations. And um, so I think, yeah, I think we've just kind of learned how to work together. Um, Ginger is much more cautious, observe, make sure all the details are in place and then maybe let's go. I am, <laughs> man, I'm so ready. Let's fix the problem. Let's do it yesterday. And so that causes both of us to, I think, take typically, maybe our team would say differently, typically take steps in a more balanced capacity because we're not rushing. Yeah. And we don't 
always hesitate. So yeah, I think, I think, I think we stretch each other. Yeah. You have to wait sure. and I have to move. And yeah. so it puts us in a good pace. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when those happen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Some of the things though, that might be, um, hard about that is we talk a lot about like where we go in stress and security and so in your relationship together there probably is a lot of security where ginger you might move more in your eight space because you're comfortable in this you're familiar leading this type of group and this work you're a couple years in it's not new now um and annie maybe going to that seven space where you're having more fun maybe a little more willing to kind of um get outside the draw outside the lines but then your work is that is a stressful thing. There's a lot of complications. There's a lot of um, struggle. You know, there's just so much uh, tied in with the trauma that's involved in that. And so in that regard, you could be kind of in your stress midline, in which case, Ginger, you moved to seven and Annie, you moved to four. So I'm curious if you want to talk about either of those things where you can see like when you are in a state of stress, maybe how does that show up differently and how do you work together in those places? You may not both go to stress at the same time. So I guess that's kind of, yeah, we have noticed we alternate. That is the Lord. It has to be the Lord's protection because when one of us is in crisis, the other one's like, we got this, we're good. And then we flip. Yeah. So when we hit the seven at the same time, and if I can control moving to this high side of seven during stress, then that's a really fun fun day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We go home and go, that was great. That was awesome. Um, Yeah. Cause I definitely, if, when I go to four, Ginger's got to talk me off the ledge that Eden's glory is going to close and lives are ending and uh, the board's going to fire me. It's just the end of the world. I have ruined everyone. Um, we should tell the first time we experienced that. The stress. Oh yeah. So uh, we were driving, to driving to Michigan in someone's brand new off the lot car that they had loaned to us. And uh, Ginger was asleep in the back. I was up front with a young woman that was coming with us. Annie was driving. I was driving a six lane highway and hit midnight. Yeah. Late, late night and, um, hit two deer and it just like crumpled the front of the car. (laughs) I screamed. Um, I woke up (laughs) in the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm immediately like, we just ruined this woman's car. And also there's a dead deer. Like this is just disgusting. We're in the middle of the highway. I don't know where we are. What do we even do? Like, do you call a cop because you hit a deer? I didn't hit a person, but it's a deer who handles the deer. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And this lady is going to just kill us because we destroyed her car. And, um, and Ginger's like, that's all right. Crawl in the back. I'll get in get out of the car. I'm like, I can't get out of the car. The door won't open. And she's like, okay, so let's to just crawl out and look yeah. around, walk around. What's going on? Survey the scene. And she's like, is it bad? I was like, yeah, it's yeah, pretty, it's pretty bad. bad. <laughs> but get in the back of the car. I'll crawl yep. through and drive on the other side. And yep. yep. So yeah, my column in crisis moving mm-hmm. into that seven, I was like, this is really fun. And I know what to do. She was and, laughing and at me. Got Not this helpful. She's incredibly panicked. <laughs> Yeah. Incredibly panicked. Yeah. Yeah. So, and definitely I think part of my, if I feel like I caused the problem, then I very quickly move into my four. If feeling all, if one of the residents is in crisis, it's fine. Like we got this, but if I feel like I caused it, then the world (laughs) is ending. It's over. (laughs) It's one of the first moments Mm -hmm. where we learned that about those 
about each other and that we could work in those crisis yes. spaces. It was before the home was open. Right. And it was just one of those places where the Lord showed us each other and the balance of that yep. and how we would work in those spaces. Yep. Yep. I need to know what happened. Like what happened when you, about like the car, did you call the cops? Yeah, we pulled off the highway at the next exit, called the cops. They came and then said, oh, actually you have to go back because you just crossed straight state, state lines. lines. So we had to go to the shady gas station, really back in, shady, back into Indiana and uh yeah it was just kind of nuts and at one point once a cop finally came he like pulled a part of the deer off of the car and threw it at us yeah we were like "Ah!" we both freaked out yeah it was so bad (laughs) and then we drove that car around we drove it all the way home and we called the gal and she's like it's okay i have like a 200 deductible and we were like oh my gosh because if it had been either one of our cars we had high deductibles on our insurance and we're just like the lord knew we were going to hit that deer and then we were going to learn all this stuff about each other and that it was only going to be two hundred dollars instead of like a thousand yep so it worked wow <laughs> at least for us i don't know about her but it worked out for us yeah i mean she still did things with and for us after that but not very long so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so, so yeah those moments continue to happen and yeah even when we decided the home, uh, we were going for a walk one day and I was like, Hey, we should buy that house. Let's, let's open it up and invite a bunch of women to come live. And Ginger was like, that's never going to happen. That will never happen. And I was like, it's going to be great. (laughs) Um, so again, the the balance, it happened, but it happened a year later rather than I would have invited somebody right off the street and said, let's do this. Yeah. and I'm real slow to cook on those kinds of ideas and to get you through give her time. to the place <laughs> give her time. I'm ready. So <laughs> then I'm all in. Let's go. Yep. And the eight I, space comes out and I'm like, I know exactly what to do. We're going to do this thing. We're going to. Yep. Yep. And the eight space comes out like after you've gathered enough information or you just, is it more about time? What is that? Oh, it's both. <laughs> She's got to have a lot of both. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing so there's something that I just we need I just needed to write I'm kind of the the writer um for the work and 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 there, I just needed to write something and she was like cool how long do you need like a couple hours and I was like uh like a week she was like what oh, that kind of time <laughs> you got more to do the to-do list is long and I was like no no no. I need a week to like look at other people's work and yeah. then write ours yeah yeah <laughs> It, it's good stretching for both of us. <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense with your orientation of time, uh, Annie being the present and Ginger being past oriented. Uh, this kind of that, like, I'm ready to go with what needs to be done right now versus I need to kind of look and see what happened before and how can I move forward from there. And then we've talked a lot on different episodes about that two time zone jump for fives to go to both seven and eight in that stress and security. And so I know that's a big leap. And Annie, can you ever tell like immediately when Ginger's in that stress of security space, like, can you tell the difference in energy on her? Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. I know what kind of day we're going to have. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. And that's part of it. I think, uh, working so closely together for all these years and then now raising families together and doing life together. Uh, we just know each other. We know, mm-hmm. we know the mood, we know the thoughts, we know, Oh, I bet she's going this direction. Let's, you know? Um, so I think we just, we pick it up quick 
and that helps to go, okay, here's what we need to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And we know how to encourage each other in those spaces right. too. Right. Just like, oh, I know this is what's happening. So I'll take the lead or, yeah. or I just, I'm going to lean on her today. Cause I'm yep. not where I need to be. Yep. She's constantly telling me to, to silence the inner critic. So that's good. She knows it. I'm like, that's not the critic. Fine. <laughs> that's normal thinking. <laughs> I love that you, Deidre, as a one named it, or maybe Megan, you named her inner critic. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how that went, but uh, I love that because we've picked that up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've named her, but she, it's just good. Like we can just call it right there. Yeah. Yep. Shut up, Gertrude and Annie come yep. out. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is Gertrude. I love that. Because <laughs> it's ugly. It's, gosh, if somebody's on the podcast and has that name, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh my gosh, you guys, we were at the Wesleyan Holiness Women's Clergy Conference back in March, and we're standing with a group of women pastors from like California that we've never met before. And they had gone to our Enneagram workshop and we're talking to them. And Deidre was talking about being an Enneagram one, and it's like three ladies standing there. And she said something well, like, three of the four of them were ones. That's why this came up about the Enneagram. Okay. So they, yeah, so they're all one standing there and, and DJ's like, have you ever named yours? I named mine. It's Becky. I'm just like, shut up, Becky. And this pastor standing there goes, my name's Becky. <laughs> <laughs> and she was the most beautiful young woman. I cannot even tell you, like mesmerizingly beautiful face, just gorgeous. And I just, at first I felt terrible. And then I said, you know what? That's actually so good for me to see. Like you just gave me a different face because she's part of me and I need to learn how to love this part of me and give her what she needs instead of like telling her to shut up and go away. And so it kind of was a little bit of a shift for me because I'm like, okay, I, I see it differently now. Maybe God wanted me to have that Security. Just reframe um, that. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. I don't think I've ever loved Gertrude. I need to do that. That's a good, <laughs> good reminder. I have to ask her, what, what is it that you need right now while you're yelling so loudly at my, in my head? <laughs> Gosh, they're so loud. See, it's that IFS work now that we're bringing in, which you two love. I know uh, that yeah. IFS work. We want to hire you at Eden's Glory to just do IFS and Enneagram all the time for everybody. <laughs> how much, okay. how much do you pay? Let's talk. <laughs> like, sign me up. Yeah. No, sign her up. Let's go. So fast. I'm talking to you later. <laughs> so that was going to actually be my next question before you said what you said, uh, Ginger, like how much, I know you guys have given each other a lot of permission to speak into one another's lives, but what does that look like as you're moving day to day? Is it just kind of a flow now, like an ebb and flow of, oh, I see this going on. Let me speak truth to you. Or are there some hard conversations sometimes that still have to be had? I'm just wondering how you navigate that. I know how, Megan and I are very transparent on here about how we navigate it. Sure. Sometimes we're maybe more blunt than some people would prefer, but we didn't start there, you know, so just wondering. Yeah, I, I would say even in the last year, that mm-hmm, has grown mm-hmm. exponentially. We've been on a huge growth curve mm-hmm. this year um, where we both have hit our lows yeah. and had to bring ourselves and health to that space. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's we've, we've had to go to some really mm-hmm. deep, bold places and um I think in the way of like me slow to cook, like I, if something goes, if something happens, I have to take it and find space to let that cook and grab it and understand. And then I'll come back to her and I'll say, Annie, you said this, 
help me know what you meant more mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. that. Like, I, mm -hmm. I just don't want to let those things linger anymore. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I wouldn't have necessarily brought it, I would have just worked through it and, mm -hmm. or, or it would have just stayed inside. And so, um, we're going to, I'm into those places now where I'm like, uh, I need to tell me what you meant by that. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to assume and I don't want to. So yeah, we've had a lot of those conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to come back to this the relationship's important enough and, yeah. and safe enough, the safety piece for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just, I guess you could, but it's really hard to not go to the places that we've gone in ministry together, see the things that we've seen, hear the things that we've heard um, and not, I mean, we just, there's gotta be safety there. Mm -hmm. Um I think we would have crashed and burned a long time ago if we didn't have that safety and just mm -hmm. ability to say, all right, because, because if it's off personally, it's going to affect work. Mm -hmm. And if it's off at work, it's going to affect person. And so if there is that dynamic, that's a double-edged sword. That's incredibly beautiful and gosh, it's safe, but it's also like, uh, okay, we're sitting in the office together. We also have to have this hard conversation about whatever's going on. And then we've got to go lead this team. Mm -hmm. How do we do this well and, mm -hmm. and, and do it in a way that glorifies the Lord, but also, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're honest and transparent. It's hard, but it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. Anyway. I imagine, um, Annie, for you, it could be hard when Jinjo needs to withdraw to kind of process for a minute. Like, cause you probably, if you're anything like me, want to fix it right then. Um, 100%. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I've, I hope I'm getting better. I've had to learn uh, to give her the time. And so I've had to hold on to things and wait until she seems more ready and in a different place uh, to then bring those forward and talk through those. Um, thankfully, we have a good God that holds those things for us. And so I think we also have that ability. But yeah, having to learn, okay, I want to fix it right now and do this thing because I... But it also is humbling for me to, because when I am forced to pull back, then I may also be looking at it differently um, and in a healthier place and be able to come back and um, still speak into it, but speak into it hopefully from a healthier place rather than in crisis, raw emotions. Um, and so I think it's a both and, it's hard to hold it. And as you have held it, I, it's, the, it's been the trust and the relationship between us that has made that okay because because I see you changing and I'm like what's she doing like the the game mm -hmm. changed a little mm -hmm. bit mm -hmm. and, and I was like wait wait a second mm -hmm. the thing that I know mm -hmm. <laughs> in her is changing <laughs> I trust her so I'm gonna breathe through that um but when it changed I was like wait a second no 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 <laughs> I was like but I'm trying to do what the Lord said to do <laughs> and you're like I don't want you to do that don't, don't do that <laughs> don't be quiet but Speak. i'm supposed to be quiet <laughs> so yeah but yeah. that's but there's there's growing understanding right. in that right. because the trust allowed that space to change right right and so i trust the lord i trust you i right right i need to change with you and so that's been yeah that's been part of the growth period mm -hmm. this year just mm -hmm. like okay free <laughs> it's gonna be all right yeah yeah we'll navigate new waters and yeah you know 
as a, as a fellow withdrawing stance person, Ginger, I didn't even know that I was a slow processor. Uh, I thought I just didn't like conflict. I thought it scared me. And now that I know the Enneagram, I understand that it just, it's not that I'm scared of it necessarily. Like I want to work through and get to the, to the other side of things. It's just, I need time to process. I don't know how to have the conversation in the moment when my emotions are heightened. I have to withdraw to process. And that has been a learning curve for us too, to realize that um, that that's how I have to operate. And then that Deidre operates completely differently than I do. So um, I, I guess I'm saying we relate to that for sure. Yeah. But it's I right, I have more of a four wing than I ever knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with that five, I don't go six, I don't go four. I am only five. And like the four wing has come out a lot more. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is enlightening. This is surprising. The emotions mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. And that's well, the Enneagram is only showing us our first go-to, right? Like it's, it's giving us some language for how we see the world. But then because of that, when we have that language, we can really pull back and make some other choices. So yeah, I know for me, if I'm, if I can't just move in to fix it, I don't know what to do with myself, but it's actually been a good spiritual discipline to have to hold things a little bit because you do get a different perspective. You lean into the wisdom that God has. You, you start to lean into the wisdom of the spirit instead of just your gut instinct to know, you know, because it's yeah. not always right. <laughs> I think it's right. I think I know it's right. It's not always right. So the more I wait, sometimes the better wisdom I think I can lean into there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, touching gears just a little bit. Can I ask you guys a question about energy for a second, just because I know that you both approach it from different ways. We've talked about your orientation of time, but, um, ginger a five naturally is going to have like less emotional and mental energy kind of to get through the day. But Annie, because of just some health stuff you've gone through in the last decade or so, you've had a little bit less physical energy at times. Can you guys talk about that a little bit and what that looks like and how do you balance each other there? Yeah. I mean, again, I think the Lord has been faithful to, um, have a split in different seasons. Um, I do think that's been hard. There have been moments where we've looked at each other and said, why in the world did, did God call us to do this? Um, you know, young moms an incredibly intense ministry, uh, from the ground. And that does take a lot of energy. It does take an insane investment. Um, and so, I think we've, it's caused both of us to question, like that doesn't make sense. Um, but it has also just been a beautiful testimony to the Lord of like, that's, and then he shows up and he shows mm -hmm. off because in every capacity, it doesn't make sense. And yet God's done this beautiful thing and it's him. It is obviously not us. It is not our strength. It is not our energy. It is not our mm -hmm. wisdom. It's a hundred percent him. And so it has, I think, kept us humble to go, yeah, okay, that was totally the Lord, because um, mm -hmm. we couldn't have done that. Um, so, and we have a, an amazing team. Yeah. Like, I think watching the team and their energy and their capacity and just their drive pushes us as well. Um, and they fill in so many gaps. I just, yeah, the, the team is is running it um, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of energy, I, I mean, for sure, I move much slower. <laughs> uh, it takes a long time for certain things to happen when we're both like operating pretty well, pretty healthily. Mm -hmm. The things that are mine to do take longer. 
and I'm constantly like, how in the world did you get all that done? Like you accomplished so much. And we have a three on our team and she's the mm -hmm. same way. I'm like, gosh, you accomplished so much. And um, so, but, but I think uh, like in the few health crises that Annie has had, I shift into seven yep. in that space. And so then I run real fast, mm -hmm. the, the energy shift um, and learning to access the high side of that seven uh, has been really good. And I've seen that come out. And mm -hmm. so I'm able to carry and run. Um, now, depending on how long those last, I wear out and then I crash and that's mm -hmm. not so great. Mm -hmm. So still learning how to balance myself, but, um, but yeah, in terms of energy, there is just this real balance. Like when yeah. we need to be steady, we, it's a good match. And when I need to step up, because she's down or the inverse of that, you know, like it's, we have what we need when we're there um, in those spaces. I love that you're, you're just kind of explaining it. Like there's always a grace for it, no matter what's coming at you. Like the Lord has just graced the next step for both of you. And earlier in the episode, you talked about how you both like, well, I'm going to use the word we use, but neither of you you spiral at different times so that there's always kind of a balance. And it sounds like God has kind of set up your energy level to do that same thing where you're not both crashing at the same time, but you can kind of, one of you is always kind of pushing forward a little bit so that there's not like a huge setback in, in work or in your personal lives or anything like that, where you can kind of keep each other steady. Does that sound, am I explaining that right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, this year in this growth trajectory that we've been on both organizationally and in our friendship, it we it almost like the tipping point like tip like she was just getting better and I was getting worse at the same time and mm -hmm. that like that has that has been a whole other waters to navigate like mm -hmm. to experience that it's like just as she's getting better I'm getting worse and like how do we meet each other in that space mm -hmm. that crisscross uh I mean, it was like whew, it was some tidal wave waters mm -hmm. there for a mm -hmm. few months mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to like finish this out because we are just such fans of the work that you're doing. I know we're talking about relationships, but what is something that you guys can leave our listeners with to help support your ministry endeavors right now? Is there anything that you want to let them know about? Yes. Annie, yeah. tell them about Grays in the Grass. Yeah. September 17th, uh, we are partnering with Marcoot Jersey Creamery and they're hosting a farm to fork event for us. It is going to be an incredible evening of delicious food, mm -hmm. live and silent auctions, um, and just a really fun evening out in the pasture. Um, and so would love to see people come out for that. Uh, those of you who are long distance and can't make it to Illinois, um, or listening after September 17th. Yeah, the true. If you're listening after September 17th, well, no, not after September. September 17th for this, there's a golden ticket option that you can buy a golden ticket. And, uh, when, be put in for a raffle to win a vacation. Um, so you can do that anytime before September 17th. Um, check out our website. That is part of Gray's, but you can do it even if you can't come to Gray's. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun night. We are raising funds that evening to build a home. We uh, are currently in a very tired, worn down, tiny home. And the ladies that we work with, um, they need space. They need just um, beauty to come in and stability. And so we are raising the funds to build a beautiful space for them. So that'll kick us off that evening. And so we'd love to see people part of that. Um, tell them about the team. We need 
We need you physically. Yes, we do. Uh, we are really in a place where we are looking for the next level, uh, the next layer. As we're growing, we, we need the next set of team members. So there's a variety of positions open that you can check out on our website, um, edensglory.org. And uh, if you want to do help with the residential work, there's space for you. You want to help uh, with the therapy with our young foster uh, Kairos ministry, uh, doing therapy with uh, at-risk and vulnerable and having been exploited kids. Uh, we need we need a therapist. And um, yeah, and there's some infrastructure growth, uh, executive, le executive level fundraising and um, yeah. Lots of opportunities. office opportunities uh, happening at Eden's Glory. So uh, we have a place for you. Uh, if this uh, spikes your interest and your passion, um, we deeply love the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that is um, a high commitment um, that we have to those that we hire and then um, just passionate uh, about the work. So mm -hmm. come join our team. Awesome. Well, we will link all of that in our show notes. We are like fangirls of you guys. So anything that we can ever do to promote. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for giving us your time today and talking about your relationship with our listeners. And I don't know if there's any other fives and ones out there working in close proximity together, but I think that like, there's just so much goodness to learn from what you guys are doing out in the world and how you've worked through things together. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate thank you both. You. It's been fun. And that wraps up another episode of the Dauntless Grace Exchange. You can follow us on social media to stay connected. We are on Instagram at Dauntless Grace Ministries. Our Facebook page is Dauntless Grace, and you can join the conversation in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash team DGM. For more about the Enneagram, visit our website at dauntlessgrace.org for coaching and training opportunities. And you can follow me on Instagram at Enneagram Megan. And be sure to check out our website for more information about today's podcast at dauntlessgrace.org.